Hey friend, before we get started, I want you to open your phone. Now, I know it's on you or at least within arm's reach, so it'll only take you a second and I'll wait. Okay, got it? Now, go to settings, then screen time, and look at your daily average screen time. What number do you see? If you're average, your number will be around three hours and 14 minutes, give or take. Now, whether yours is far more or way less than that, what matters most is this next question. How does it feel to think about that much of your precious time going to your phone? I'm guessing no matter where you find yourself today, you might be surprised at how much it adds up and wish it was less. Perhaps you even listened to the Redeem Your Phone Time series back on episodes 105 to 122. Yes, we covered this topic in depth, but you still find that your old habits have crept back in. And do you know why? Because you didn't turn those good intentions to change things into a sustainable routine. No worries, that's all gonna change today as we talk about the granddaddy of distractions, our devices, and how to create a healthy routine around how and when you give it your precious time. Are you here for that? Good, let's dive in and grow together. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Hey friend, before we get started on this touchy topic, pun intended, let me just say, I get it. You keep wanting to use your time better, but time seems to always get away from you. It feels like there's always something or something dinging, ringing, or pinging for your attention. And you end up spending much of your day reacting to all the demands and distractions around you. No wonder you never feel like you have enough time. When it comes to demands, AKA requests for your time, I'm sure that some of them are good, but are they all what you are called to at that time in your day and in this season of your life? Maybe, but maybe not. And those distractions, well, let's just say we all know those probably aren't helping you make the best use of your time, right? You know why you constantly give in to the demands and distractions day in and day out? Because you don't have a clearly laid out and prayerfully thought out plan for your day and your week. So the space always fills with what's around at the time. 
right? Listen, my distracted friend, I've got a simple step-by-step framework to help you identify what truly matters and what God has called you to, to give your precious time to. And then I'll help you order your time so that it no longer gets crowded out by all the things that cry out for your attention, including your phone. So may I encourage you, don't waste any more time in reaction mode, feeling like your time is always taken from you. Together, let's lay out a plan for your time because I want you to say, I have all the time I need for what matters today, including yourself. So go right now to redeemhertime.com forward slash session to grab a time and get the tools you need to start redeeming your time today. I'm so excited to help you make the best use of your time in this season and in light of eternity instead of wasting it on your phone. Speaking of wasting time on your phone, Houston, we have a problem. We're not just distracted, we are addicted. Listen to some of these 2023 statistics. Globally, the average time spent on the internet is six hours and 57 minutes. 31% of American adults are constantly online, while the other 48% go on several times a day. The average daily screen time in the United States is, get this, seven hours and four minutes. Daily time spent on video games in the U.S. is one hour and 27 minutes. People spend two hours and 10 minutes on average on Hulu and... Globally, internet users spend two hours and 27 minutes daily on social media. Now, the number on your phone may not be accurate because that was just measuring your phone. What about your other screens? Your computer, your TV, your tablet, your gaming systems? And if you've got kids at home, did you know that 87% of them exceed screen time recommendations? But more importantly, what about you? I'm not going to give you a specific number because this is between you and God, but you know when your devices are getting more of your time, or at least you should, because I believe that's where the problem lies. Here's the thing. Most women have no idea how much time gets sucked up by our devices. No, actually, we willingly hand it over to them. And that's the goal, right? They want to keep us distracted all day long. They're not only after the time and money you spend, but also your attention. And it's easy to fall right into their trap when you don't have a plan for your time and instead spend it by default. Because here's the sad truth. All those minutes, all those hours, all those days, and by now weeks and years of your life that you've spent on your phone, you can never get back. And what do you really have to show for it? That's why if you want your with God life to run smoothly and efficiently, you'll have a routine to plug the phone time leak. Do you remember our factory analogy? If that plant manager notices that fuel is leaking out all over the floor and taking away from the intended process of producing that product, you better believe he's going to do some maintenance to fix the problem and redirect that valuable resource towards the intended result. Recently, I was reading in Proverbs and listen to this. Proverbs 4, verses 25 through 27 says, Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left and keep your foot from evil. Look straight ahead. Give careful thought. Keep from evil. 
Does that remind you of Ephesians 5, 15 through 16? Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil, aka these are difficult days. That's what I love about scripture. There are common threads that connect it. And no, it doesn't mention our phones, but let's be honest. It talks about distraction and we tend to get distracted by our phones. So let's dive in to how we can look carefully and live wisely with five steps to build a healthy phone time routine. These are the same five steps we applied to your calendar management last week and the same ones that we're going to apply to upcoming problem areas. So as we go, I hope this process becomes more automatic for you. But today, it's all about applying it to your phone or any other devices. Are you ready? Step number one, identify the problem or the need. Let's be honest, we are really dependent. It almost is like our phone is an extra appendage and we are always checking on it. And honestly, we are addicted because we can't seem to do life without it. And let's be real, there are so many ways that we use our devices in the day, whether it's communication via email, text, or messages, connection via apps and social media, convenience via online sites or Google searches, comfort via gaming and streaming services. They're not all bad, but they're not all good either. So let me ask you, how is your device taking time from what matters most in this season of your life? Taking time away from your best yes. Is it taking from that project you need to finish? That kid you need to hug? That walk you need to take? Where is it a problem for you? And where is it taking precious time away from building your with God life? I want you to identify one problem. Is it in your email? Your texting or messaging? Your social media? Your online shopping? Your mindless scrolling or researching? Playing games? Binging shows? You may be thinking, Lissa, it's all the above. And you know what? You may be right. But start with one area. And then as you start to implement change, you'll not only see the change, but you will also start feeling the ripple effect. And then we can address the next one. So before we move on, what is the problem when it comes to your device? Step number two, uncover the issue. So now that you're aware of the problem, it's time to look under the hood and ask, what is the root cause? And what is the friction that it's causing? AKA, how is it making things clunky by slowing them down or even breaking them down? Again, this is gonna be unique to you, but here are a few common reasons we spend too much time on our devices. Acceptance, right? We want people to know us, like us, love us, and want to be with us. Or maybe it's boredom, where when you have a spare minute that's not filled with something, then you're reaching for your phone and scrolling somewhere. Or perhaps it's FOMO. You're afraid that if you're not on your device at all times, you are going to miss something really important. Maybe for you, it's procrastination. That this is a way that you put off the things you know you could and should be doing. Or maybe it's a means of escape, of getting away from the life you do have. So which reason or reasons are really at the root for you? And what impact is that having on your with God life? Think about your faith walk, your family and friendships, your worker service, your stewardship of finances, your wellness, both physical and mental, your passions, your dwelling, and what about your joy? Now, if I can get vulnerable, let me share a personal story with you. For me, 
It was social media. I was using it for my first business and I was so focused on conquering the algorithm, making those connections, and I felt like I needed to be on every platform all the time. I also felt like I needed to respond quickly. So I had to spend time every single day scrolling and liking to get engagement and always capturing moments in my life for stories and posts. And you know what? After way too long of that, my husband finally said to me, you spend more time connecting with total strangers. At first I was offended because I was trying to build a business, but then I realized he was right. Those great intentions I had to just spend a minute turned into hours each day. And for what? I felt like I had to keep doing more and I had to keep up. And I didn't really see the lasting results I was hoping for. And actually even worse, I missed out on what was going on in real life. I thought I had a good reason, but was it really what mattered and brought a good ROI return on investment? Not at all. All because I wanted acceptance and I had FOMO that I might miss an opportunity. Now, know that those things will never be found on an app. So now I don't give it the time unless the spirit leads me. So what is the root issue for you? Why is it that you are on your phone as much as you are? Is it acceptance, boredom, FOMO, procrastination, escape, or something else? And how is it affecting you? And how is it affecting your life? And then I want you to imagine what difference will it make when you not only don't waste precious time for that reason in that way, but rather invest it in what does matter and in what you are called to. From that mindset, we can move on to number three. Step three is to plan your steps. Now is when we get to the good stuff, the actual steps that you'll do. And it might help to think about what you don't want to do any longer. So let's start with a lesser issue on our devices, Candy Crush and Netflix. Now, it's not wrong to play or watch, but it's key to set limits on how much, when, and where, because now they set up that autoplay so it goes right to the next game or to the next episode. Perhaps doing it on a computer or TV will make it less tempting to stay on the couch or filling every gap of time with it when you're out and about. But I'm guessing if you're like me, the bigger issues on your phone are those of email, messages, apps, and social. And here is the biggest mistake that I made and I see so many other women making. Having notifications on and checking them often. Now, if you were here at the Figgy Farm, you would know that I can see my mailbox from my back deck. But guess what? Just because I can see it, it does not interrupt my day and I don't walk out there multiple times a day to check it. Even if I saw the mail carrier putting mail inside. Why? Because I go check the mail when I go on my daily walk. And by doing that, I eliminated wasted time waiting for it or interrupting what I'm focused on. Nothing in there is such an emergency that I have to know and respond immediately. It can wait until I go and check it. Now, the only exception I have is that if I'm coming home from town, I have a habit of pulling up to the mailbox, rolling down my window and looking inside. If there's nothing inside, no shame, no foul, right? It didn't take me out of my way. It didn't take time away. I'll just come back to it when I've planned to. But on our phones, what do we do? We check those inboxes on the regular. Did you know the average US smartphone 
receives 46 app push notifications per day, and 40% of people interact with the app within an hour of getting a notification. Did you really need to know whatever that was right away? Probably not. So what's a girl to do to not run to the inbox so often? Let me give you a few ideas, and then you can pick which ones are going to work best for you. How about turning off notifications of anything you don't need to know about in real time? Or using focus mode when you're in a focus time block? Or unsubscribing to those auto text messages or emails that you don't need? There's a great app called Unroll Me that puts it in the trash where you can still go grab it from there if you really need it. Now, if you want to get radical, you could actually remove the app from your phone and only check it on your computer. What? (laughs) Yes, you can. And you want to get really radical? You could decide that you don't need that app or program and just turn it off completely. Wow. Now, usually a good routine has a trigger, steps, and an outcome. But the first key to a healthy phone time routine is actually removing the trigger. So what steps will you take to remove what triggers you to run to your phone more than to the Lord or those you love? Then next plan out what devices you will use and what you'll use them for. Whatever you do needs to have a purpose that fits into your with God plan for this season. What digital apps or tools will you use? Email, texting, messenger, specific apps. Once you think about what you will do and those steps, now it's about when, which leads us to step number four, block the time. Because even with taking steps to turn the volume down on those distractions, AKA turn notifications off, you'll still need a plan for when you use your device, especially your phone. Cause let's be honest, it's hard to live life in a digital age without it. But if you can more power to you. But here's my advice. Don't just have a plan and use your device. Don't just not have a plan and use your device when you feel like it. Block the time so that way you don't feel like you're missing out because you know you've got time set aside. And in the meantime, you won't take your time and attention away from where it could and should be going. How do you do this? Make checking your inbox and apps part of a daily routine. It could be part of your startup routine, not your morning refill notice. It could be part of your lunch break or a shutdown routine, but notice it's not your evening refill. Why? Because you need to protect those refill time blocks. Nothing on your device is truly going to refill or fulfill, right? In the morning, instead of looking to the news of the day, first thing, look at God's word and what you're grateful for. Instead of moving your fingers, move your body. Instead of filling up on memes, fill up on good nutrition. In the evening, Instead of watching your phone at the table, look at the faces of those sitting there. Instead of watching TV with your hubby, go on a walk or sit on the deck. Instead of having a screen in front of you till lights out, put it to bed an hour ahead and pick up a book or a hobby instead. Even in the middle of your day, think about what you can do instead of picking up your phone. If you're feeling bored or tired, go outside for a few minutes of fresh air instead of going to an app. If you're needing connection, Make a quick call rather than just scrolling. If you're feeling down, turn on a worship playlist rather than playing a game. So what will you do on your phone? And more importantly, when will you do it? Block it off in a refill or a pour out time block or in a transition between as long as you stick to your time limits. 
And then it'll be just like when you check your mailbox once a day, you're no longer going to waste time walking back and forth down the driveway, right? And last, well, let's just say, be sure you don't skip this last step because number five is include the support. Now that you've identified the problem, uncovered the issue, planned the steps and blocked the time, don't do it alone. What support will help you maintain this routine and follow through on what you say you'll do or not do? Perhaps it involves tech like focus or sleep mode on your phone or maybe app restrictions. Did you notice those when you looked at your screen time number? Maybe it means setting up a charging station or phone baskets where you'll be reminded to let it go for a while. Or better yet, communicate your plan with those around you, along with the reason for it to be more present. And then ask them to hold you accountable and perhaps to even join you. And do you want to know the best way to get support? Engage regularly in community with other women who are creating healthy routines around their phone time and other areas of life so they can be present to what they're called to. Come join us inside the Redeemer Time community. You can access it via an app on your phone or on your computer, but either way, guaranteed it will be time on your device well spent. So here is today's community question. What is one thing that you will give time to on your device? And more importantly, when? And come on over to the community and share with us. In fact, when you join us, I've got a free gift for you. The Redeem Her Time screensaver with our verses from Ephesians 5, 15 through 16, which will help you to think carefully first before you open your phone. So there you have it. Five steps to build a healthy routine for your phone time. Identify the problem, uncover the issue, plan the steps, block the time, invite the support. Now, do you feel like you'll actually be okay losing your phone for a while? I hope so. And how could I forget the very best support that you can include? Coaching from a Christian life balance and time management expert. On a one hour session, we'll not only create a routine for your phone time, but for all your time. And you'll be amazed at how much time you actually have when you have a plan for what matters and eliminate what doesn't. So go grab a schedule shaping strategy session at redeemhertime.com forward slash session. And let's go to the Lord and ask for his help on this. Dear God, we come before you. We want to look to you more than we look to our phones, our devices, or any other screen that we put in front of us. May our eyes look straight ahead. May we fix our gaze directly before us where you are. May we give careful thought to the paths for our feet and may we be steadfast in all of our ways. Help us, Lord, to not turn to the right or to the left and keep our feet from evil. Lord, we want to honor you with how we use our devices and use them in a way that's going to glorify you and it's going to bless those around us. And we can't do this on our own, Lord, so we invite your presence to be part of this in our With God life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we'll talk more about this Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear so would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. 
and it helps other busy Christian women just like you find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.